Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz, the smoothest show on internet radio. Your host, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. It is Saturday, September 10th, 2016. I'm here with Mike Reynolds. Mike, how are you? Hey, Trent. Doing great today. How's everything going out there in Vegas? Everything is good. The weather is cooling down finally, so everything is good. Let me welcome to the chat room Joe from Germany and Ollie J. Welcome, guys. Good to see you all here. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and uh, go down to um, interview and uh, click on the word listen. That will bring you into our show page. The phone number is 646-716-5485. 646-716-5485. I invite you to call in and speak to Paul if you have a question or a comment. Hey, uh, Tamara just made it in to the chat room. Hey, Tamara. And we also have a guest in the chat room. So welcome to everyone. Mr. Taylor, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Terry? I'm doing well. Say, say hello to Mike. Hey, hey Mike. What's going on? How's everything all going right. Happy, I'm doing great. Happy to talk with you guys today. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Our pleasure. So let me introduce Paul Taylor, even though he doesn't need an introduction, but I wrote one, so I'm going to read it. Fine <laughs> with me. I wrote <laughs> Okay, for the past 20 plus years, Paul Taylor has given us number one hits like Exotica, Avenue, Hypnotic, and Pleasure Seeker. Since his 1995 debut on the horn, Paul has released his 11th record called Countdown, and that is why we are here today. Welcome, Paul. Thank you so much, you guys. All right. Yeah, now look, I said 20 plus years, but the press release says that you are launching into your incredible third decade as a solo artist. You know, uh, hard to think that. You know, time just goes by so quick, you know, but uh, yeah, it's really pretty cool to, to you know, always be, um, be able to play and record and all that stuff and, you know, living my dreams, you know, just keeping it going and doing more CDs and, you know, getting more, um, playing for more people, expanding the audience. Yeah, definitely. So first, first thing, Paul, I want to um, talk to you about this CD cover um, because I, you know, I saw the way you revealed it on Facebook, which I thought was pretty smart. And uh, but tell us about the concept behind the CD cover. You know, um, it was pretty much um, it, like an organic kind of a thing. You know, just went to had a photo, you know, went to the photo shoot in California with a great, um, you know, artistic. Um, photographer and uh, and my manager was there my wife was there and you know we just took some some pictures that had a, you know a couple things a couple of different looks and different um locations and we just go for it and do you do much a few pictures and you'd have whatever you know you know okay i wanted my hair up in the man bun for a few of them i wanted them down or whatever and you know some outside whatever and then you just you know you just um and then we were in, in the studio and uh you know i did one with my horn above my head and then my manager like suggested well do one like, you know, take a picture of each one, you know, of each arm extended, you know, all the way around. And so, you know, somewhere in, the, in between there, the, you know, the art department at the at the label, they really took that and ran with it, really made a, a beautiful, creative, uh, you know, kind of a little modern kind of a kind of a vision of that. Yeah, it's really cool. And there is also a GIF, a G-I-F of this as well. I saw that on your page, too. Um, so that's really cool. So does that relate to the title of the CD countdown? You know, not it's just you know it's not really uh you know any kind of concept album, but just in a way you could just say you kind of just going around in a circ you know um, different circle like a countdown in some way I mean, metaphorically you could say that, but um you know there's nothing really um you know I you know I just had a lot, lots lots of a lot of good ideas from in between the last two years from tenacity, and so just put mm-hmm. those just really working on all the best stuff I could do with that and collaborating, you know, with my producer and just, you know, just doing what we do, getting really creative. And, and that's basically, you know, basically what I've been doing. Okay. Um, Paul, Tamara says hello. Hello, Tamara. How are you? Welcome. (laughs) 
<laughs> now, speaking of your producer, Dino Esposito, um, you guys have been together for a long time, and he's, you've collaborated with him before. So what's different about Countdown um, compared to your previous releases? Uh, that's a good question. Probably just, just the time. That this is like 2016, so this is the latest, you know, create, creative, you know, outpouring you can, we can do, you know, and it's so happy to be able to, be able to do this, you know, for so long, you know, and kind of just keep a, keep a sound going and, and being relevant and stuff still in this time, of, you know, ancient time. So, yeah, just uh, just like, you know, we did this, the latest, you know, the latest thing we did, so we just took it by the horns and went with it. Okay. So, now, was it always in the plans to kind of come out with another CD right after Tenacity, uh, like within this two-year range, or how did that come about? You know, it's kind of been in on the in the ballpark for me, Mike. Like um, most of my CDs are like they're you know a good two two years apart, maybe two and a half mm-hmm. years. So this was like no different. This is good to you know I like to get you know I like to keep uh, stay out there you know, and that's what I love to do. So so that's that's a good amount of time to kind of regroup and come back blazing with a new one, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now, um, also, the press release uh, reads about your press release reads that um, countdown uh, prominent elements of synthy dance, pop, EDM, trance like neo soul, electronica, folksy like rock, reggaeton, even a touch of blues. Now, first of all, my question is, what is EDM? Yeah, Terry, that's a mouthful, isn't it? All those, all those yeah. terms, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so um, EDM stands for electronic dance music. So as you know, in Las Vegas, that's kind of the going. That's like the that's the you know, that's the main thing right now. You know, the, all the DJs, you know, all the all the parties they play for, and the in the hotels and the clubs, the big nightclubs, and that's you know, it's crazy. Like they're that you know, it's evolved to that, and hey, you know, it's a lot, I like that sound too. So, okay. um, totally. So there's a song on the CD called Club 702. Is that a, uh, inspired from EDM? Sure, sure, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it has more of like a, a pop, you know, pop synth, but like still like a dance, a dance kind of vibe. So, you know, I figured since like what I just, you know, told you about Vegas, like being in that, you know, DJ kind of vibe, the, the, the uh, EDM kind of vibe here and more. So be homage, paying homage to that. So it's Club Seven O Two. Isn't isn't there a Club Seven O Two here? Isn't that actually a club on the strip somewhere? You know, I'm not I'm not sure of, of that, Terry. But I just kind of just named it, just you know, like just generally, since I live here, that's really the tie-in. If there is, it's not really um, it wasn't really planned like that. But oh well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> strip somewhere. Um, I don't do clubs anymore, so I'm not sure. But I just kind of vaguely remember that name. It sounds familiar. Okay. There's one called uh, Yeah One Oak. Like, uh, well, I'm not trying. To, you know, I'm not trying to advertise, but you know, I mean, the Mirage. Um, that's close in a way, and you know, write it out. Okay. All right. So um, I want to get into some music. Um, I'm not sure if Lori knows this, and I meant to email her, that Peter White is on the CD, and he's really the only guest artist on the CD. Was it planned that way? Pretty much. Um, yeah, that was. he's the only one I wanted, that um, that uh, kind of wanted to feature on the CD because, um, you know, we, we played just here and there over these all these years. And so uh, we finally got together, like uh, last year, actually at a home concert, a wonderful home concert in um, in Seattle, and then um, <clears throat> where we really kind of touched base again and played, just you know, duo, you know, what you know, some of our music, our backing music, and it was, you know, we just remembered how it was when we did the Art Good tour years ago, mm-hmm. you know. So we said, hey, let's try to, well, we won't we just try, you know, I know we're in different labels, but let's just try to let's try to make it happen. We could at least play on some, you know. Um, each other's thing so it worked out and so yeah i got peter on this one and he's the only one and um you know also like on on countdown on, on when you deliver the, on your delivering the cd you know we were like kind of like we better get this you know finished because um <laughs> we didn't you don't want to miss your deadline for uh, getting getting your product delivering your product so 
it kind of like you know in a way loose, loosely uh, for the term countdown. We were on the countdown, and we ma- we made it happen. Yes, yes. Okay, so the track that Peter White is on is called Polaris, and actually, Paul, this is one of my favorites on the CD. So I'm going to start with that one. Tell me about this. Tell me about this song. Yeah, Polaris is uh, yeah, great, nice, real cool song with Peter um, doing this thing in between. All, you know, the, that kind of nice feel Peter White does, and a great solo. And um, it's like more the yeah, it's one of, one of the more jazzier unquote um, songs on the CD, and it's just 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 real nice just to kick back and like Polaris is like a, a distant like star of Mercury. You know, it has you know, it's not real deep meaning, but just seems to me like mm-hmm. it's really out there in its own. Its own like him is you know in its own uh, gravitational way you know so I just call mm-hmm. it Polaris. All right, this is Polaris featuring Peter White. <laughs>
Lori hit me up on Facebook and said, that's my song. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was Very hilarious. Cool. Yeah, Paul Taylor's new Love CD, Countdown. Really nice. That's my favorite on there. I really like that a lot. Thank you so much. Yeah, definitely. That was a hot track. Now, now I wanted to ask you, Paul, uh, you know, uh, Dino for the second album is in a row is the uh, sole producer of this CD. And, uh, you know, in the past, you've worked with uh, Rex Rideout, uh, Barry Eastman, and guys like that. Uh, why, why did you go with, um, you know, just being the sole producer this time on this one as well? You know, I think um, I'm kind of digging it, doing it, you know, having it like this for, for a while because uh, you know, I've done, you know, of course, a lot of my earlier albums were like multi-producers. Mm-hmm. And uh, even up as, as like as many as like five producers on I think on on one of them back then, but um, you know yeah you know we went with Dino just doing the whole thing on the last CD Tenacity, and you know I'm really digging it just having it you know all from one person just like really vibing it and you know he's a great talent cool. and so you know it would just vibe together so why not just do it all you know this time and and just get more homo- you know it can be kind of it can kind of like come to um. You know, sometimes you're piecing stuff together, you know, on your mm-hmm. from different studios, but like you want it like just maybe just from one producer has like a certain, you know, that's it kind of grows from one one little germ and builds to a nice, you know, thing in its own way from just one producer. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. No, 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 no. Do you feel that having Dino uh, being, you know, with his R and B background and everything, that that kind of helps you? kind of uh, distinguish yourself? Because you already have a distinctive sound already, but do you think that that kind of pushes you over a little bit more, having a more R&B edge with this production? Totally. That, you know, exactly. That's what I you know I love about, you know, that, you know, we, we, love, we love the same kind of things, or our musical tastes, you know, a lot of the same stuff. And um, <clears throat> But, like, his, you know, his, you know, his like, um, funkiness, you know, R&B and, and all that stuff you mentioned, this pop stuff, Thinking and you know, just combining with my sound and just a very nice combination. You know, we just vibe it, just vibe it, and come up with some cool stuff. And yeah, I'm just trying to keep doing that. We've done it so long, so you know, if the wheels are not, you know, if it's not broke, you know, we don't fix it. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so um, you may have already answered this question, but in terms of my next question, in terms of countdown, um, what kind of sound production-wise did you have? Um, in the back of your mind prior to entering the studio for this CD. You know that that's um, yeah that, that's a question being asked a lot. And the funny thing is, you know, I, I worked I worked a lot better just going in, you know, just uh, you know, um, with no expectations, not a, you mm-hmm. know having a concept album because then it kind of changes because it has to be oh you're thinking about okay it has to be in this little param this parameter. But I just like to go in and just just start creating, and then after a few songs you'll get the you know you'll get a taste of where you're going and you can just kind of, all right, okay, just kind of, let's see where it's hap- heading to now. So let's do A or B or whatever. So, you know, I just work better like that and just look what it turns into. And just, um, you know, this time, you know, a lot of those influences from different little genres here and there that really, in a, in a really cool way that makes things fresh, you know, and just keep getting some fresh tunes out like that. So, Paul, how many songs do you think you've written over the last 30 years? Well, probably uh, almost 10 songs each CD, give or take a few. You know, cover so, songs. and uh-huh. But mostly, yeah, either co-written. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> not too bad, not too bad. Not So in terms of the original songs that you've written, how do you keep – how do you keep your songs from sounding like, you know, previous songs? How do you keep it original? You know, that's Terry, that's the um <clears throat> that's kind of the art of doing it, you know. I just try to um just first of all be true to myself and what I'm coming up with and know that take take a chance here and there and try some stuff different stuff and but also keeping, you know, you know, I hope, you know, thankfully I've established my little sound, you know that people can recognize. So that's like, a, you know, keep that home base. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the trick of it. That's the trick of it coming up with some innovative, you know, whatever, you know, or whatever you want to do, you know, whatever the stuff you kind of want to go into, but keep your own, you know, keep your own, your, uh, your stylistic integrity at the same time, I guess. I don't know. That's yeah. The yeah. Um, so Lori wants to know if you have a vault full of music. 
Um, well, and I guess one minute, you know, it might be, you know, it might be not a you know gigantic vault, but there's some, you know, I still have some old cassettes, you know, in boxes. But then sometimes mm-hmm. I listen to them now. It's like, man, I don't know if it's can you really go back to that? But then you, you know, but the beautiful thing is you can just, you know, <clears throat> pop the chords and mess around with it and just refresh it. You know, you never know. So I'm slowly just going back to different cassettes, you know, from back in those times. You know, dating myself, but yeah. Oh, okay. Well, now you mentioned your sound, and Mike mentioned your sound, and at the last time we interviewed you, um, I also mentioned that you are one of the few, one of the few saxophonists whose music is instantly recognizable when you play that first note. We know it's you, and that's a hint. I mean, there's a lot of saxophonists out there, but yeah. I can probably name three that I can recognize instantly, and you are definitely one of them for sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. Right. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yes. You're welcome. <clears throat> All right. I have a couple of phone calls for you. We're going to start with the Skype caller. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. <clears throat> Hello. Lady yeah. clearing your throat. No? I think they're okay. just calling to listen, yeah. All right. Miss <laughs> Wanda, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? Good. Good. How are you doing, Miss Wanda? I'm good, Paul. I just wanted to say hello before I walk out the door and to let you know I will see you on November the 12th. Well, that sounds wonderful. Thank you for chiming in before you have to leave, and I'll be glad to see you two there and play for you. It's going to be great, quite a night. Good, because I have been following you since 1997. Mm. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Thank you so much. Yes, and I do have every CD. <laughs> <laughs> You're the greatest. Right? Well, yeah, I you are my ears. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to let him know that when I uh, see him, uh, he needs to go ahead and get his right hand or left hand, whichever one he signs <laughs> with, so he can sign all of them for me. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd love you, to do that. We have to do, do that. Wanda, where do you keep all your music? Um, I have little areas um, in my home, little stands, but they're all organized, like saxophonists, guitarists, you know. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, you like, a little, like your own displays, like for your, you know, your hobbies and stuff, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's funny. Yes. I believe when it. people... When people walk in my home, they know I love music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, since Lori is in the chat room, I've all, I mentioned to Wanda a couple of times that she can give Lori a run for her money um, in terms of <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> oh, so wow. Lori, you hear that. You have, a con- you have competition in Miss Wanda here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's great. Well, thank you for calling in, Wanda, as always. You're quite welcome, and uh, you have a great one. And, Paul, you just keep on making that music for our ears. Thank you so much, Wanda. You have a great day, too. Thank you. You you do the same. (laughs) Talk with you later. All right. Thank you, Wanda. So, um, Paul, Lori wants to know, where is the straight soprano on the CD cover? Yeah, um, it didn't make you know. It was just on on. I was doing those poses in the you know in the photo shoot, and uh, it was just on with the, just with the alto. So <clears throat> just it was, I think it was just who knows. Just you know, I put out the alto at that time and went you know got in front of the you know did the session and then um, on that on that horn. So maybe it was just meant for the have the alto there. But uh, yeah, it's kind of a little more ornate than I don't know. It's a little more ornate. Then the soprano for that, you know, that vibe. So I, I, that's pretty cool. It was on the alto. Okay. All right. All right. So, Paul, cool. the next song is Countdown. Uh, is there a story behind this one? You know, it just, um, <clears throat> we just, they picked it for the title track. So I'm really, um, you know, it just has a cool, kind of sets the tone for the album because it's kind of um, funky, but like, you know, uh, kind of has like a, um, uh, mysteriousness to it, you know, or mysticalness to it. So, um, in kind of uptown a little bit. So countdown and 
and kind of just throws it down at the same time with the elegant kind of touch to it. So, but no really no big story with it, but like it just has a cool, you know, and you know I got a got a wild idea before we were finished to have like a you know I was counting it down at the in the intro, and you guys will hear that a little bit. It was kind of fun to do, so it's just kind of like this is countdown. So, all right, here's the title track.
you have it. The title track from Paul Taylor's new release, Countdown. It's available now. You can pick it up now if you want. You can go to Amazon. PaulTaylorSax.com is right there. Definitely go get it. Okay, I have another call for you, Paul. Maria, right. welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hey, Maria. How are you doing? Hey. Hi, so good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for calling. Good. Well, I apologize if I sound like a high-pitched mosquito, but I'm so nervous. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so don't start sweating anything. It's just my voice. You so, sound fine. Anyway, You're doing <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's so perfect that they just featured uh, Polaris a song or two ago. Um, it just so happened that when I downloaded uh, my version of Countdown, it was really, really in the early morning hours, and it was dark outside and quiet, and the lights were out. And I started listening, and in that instance, you know, it provided such a perfect dra- backdrop for listening to your music. And I listened to the whole thing, and it struck me how ambient and transportive this release is, and particularly Polaris. So I got to thinking about, um, you know, the music of Vangelis and his score for Blade Runner. Uh, For example, the song Love Theme, it has a very distinctive moody sax, you know, sound. And so I was wondering, if you had the opportunity... um, would you ever score or consider scoring the music for a movie or have your music be featured, um, you know, in a particular scene? And if so, what genre would it be and why? Oh, that's a great, great question. Uh, yeah. Geez. I would love to have, you know, <clears throat> you know, I would love to do both of those. Like, you know, do, do some music for, a, you know, a movie, you know, um, you know, a, a little, with a little help, of course, but yeah, that'd be great to do that. And, of course, um, have some of my some of my music featured in um, you know a movie as well. Um, it, it, I'm not really um, you know I'm a big fan of action adventure, you know um, superhero kind of movies, but drama too. It all runs the gamut. So I think any you know I'm not really I would be picky on any movie that would want to use my music. So I think it'd be great whatever the, whatever scene they would use it for. Oh my God, that would be so wonderful. And I just want to say that you know art and music is. Um, about creating, but it's also about innovating for those who dare. And I want to personally thank you for transcending not only the bounds of contemporary jazz music, but in doing so, you ask us to consider going along with you on the ride. And I just really appreciate that. I appreciate that, too. Thank you so much. (laughs) That's a wonderful comment. I really like that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Me, too. Me, too. Thank you, Maria. Yeah, that's great. Thank you very much. I'm going to call 911. i got to pass out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling, Maria. <laughs> Thank you. I'm enjoying All it. Right. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So I have a comment from the chat room from Joe. Um, he says, this album is one of the few which still have the signature sound we know and love while still keeping up with the times and having a fresh and new sound. Thank you so much, Joe. Yeah, that's exactly, you know, you know, that's kind of what I really intended to do, you know, keep just like, you know, up my game, you know, for the present time and keep rocking PT, you know, do it my way. So um, I'm mm-hmm. glad you're feeling that, too. And thank you so much. Yeah. Cool. Now, cool. now, I, I was just going to ask Paul real fast that, you know, you know, the fans all across the country, they love you and they love your music. But um, over the years, you know, you've played all over the country, all over the world. But do you have a, a particular venue or a particular, um, I guess, um, um, festival and things that you kind of like to play? You know, I, you know, I love all, you know, I just like playing, period. Each one is, you know, a unique experience, even when you, you know, go back, you know, repeated, you know, repeated times. So I just cherish each time. So, you know, I wouldn't say there's a favorite because, like, you know, to me, almost each one is, like, is the next favorite, you know, the next one. So I just like glad to be there and do it and mm-hmm. keep it moving, keep it moving along, you know. So each one is like, you know, is the next favorite one. Okay. Now, um, Paul, you mentioned Countdown sets the tone uh, for the CD, the title track. Is there a sequencing to Countdown, or is it random? You know the secret. You know the secret to that sauce is. Uh, is my manager and also the record label um, Peak Records, Andy Howard, and you know she's been sequencing last several of my CDs, and you know she's wonderful at it. You know, in addition to a lot of other wonderful things she does for me and stuff, and we do together. But um, 
yeah, she's a great person, and she she just has a knack for just sequencing just right, you know. And that's funny, like me, like um, um, when uh, in fact when Dio and I we when we delivered the CD, you know, we like we already kind of have our mind like, you know, our each of each of us have our own little playlist like the sequence we like. Man, what if you had this song here, and this is the first like five, and then this bottom five, and there's all these little you know, you play all these little head games with yourself trying to position all the songs. But then mm-hmm. you, when you give it to her and she just she comes okay here here here's the sequence and, you know you listen to it, it goes wow it makes sense you know and it, it has every time every time you know so you know same thing if it's not broke you know so she does a great job so that's how she sequences the album. Okay, all right. Do you have a favorite track on Countdown? You know it's you know that's always so you know so hard to say just one but you know what. From time to time, like you know, since, since I've been living with this quite a while now, you know, until because it just came out, came out, you know, yesterday. But um, but um, it's sometimes it's like countdown. Sometimes it's arrival. Like every few days, listening to it, it'll like another song will just stick in my head from it, and I'll I'll be just grooving to that, and so that'll be my favorite. So Terry, Terry, I would say my latest favorite, my favorite right now of um, countdown is um, it's a tune called. Roundup. Roundup. All right, I'll play that next. This oh, is cool. Roundup. All righty, here we go.
up from Paul Taylor's new CD, Countdown. Why is that one your favorite? You know, I've just been listening to it and just, um, you know, I, actually I kind of took a break from listening to the music because, um, and so I started listening to it like maybe uh, yesterday and like that tune just jumped out at me for like, you know, it's um, sometimes when you're like, like when you're inside working with your song so closely, take a step back and then listen to it after a few mm-hmm. days and sounds a little, and just kind of just take its perspective and just like, wow, you know, it really combines a lot of those different elements that just stick in my mind like that I kind of wanted to get out. Like, you know, it has that um, kind of that folky indie rock kind of sound, you know, with, of course, the, you know, the sax, the jazzy sax a little bit, kind of bluesy a little bit. You know, and it has those little EDM, electronic dance music uh, we talked about earlier. A couple of those little influences in there and just, you know, all you know, all mixed up in there and just the way it, you know, just kind of beautiful thing, you know, the way it happens. So that's I'm just feeling that one really right now. That's my favorite. Okay. Ollie wants to know, who are you listening to? Uh, you know, um, let me see. Nothing really in particular, just, you know, when I'm, you know, go out and do errands, you know, turn on the radio. It's kind of either like some of the, um, most of the pop pop stations and just because it has a lot, there's a lot of dynamic range of what they're playing now and to pick up on. And I just like to keep an ear out for what's going on in that, in that um, genre, of course. And then, you know, I, of course, change channels in different, you know, to the jazz station or, you know, the um, satellite radio and just check out you know stuff whatever i want to listen to but nothing in particular just i just kind of run the gamut what happens and you know or sound how different songs you might hear a song in the, in the mall or something or you know the store like oh what song is that you know and oh it's that song you can check it out later you know okay all right let me welcome tim garrison to the chat room hey tim good to see you so um when you were talking about roundup i kind of get a question for me out of all of the songs that you have written and and played, which one has struck a real emotional chord for you? Wow, that's – I'm sure, you know, I think several of them have. I don't think it's – I couldn't be put it down to one, but, like, almost each mm-hmm. – you know, there's there's like, you know, I'm sure there's a few on each album, I like to think, um, you know, even back for, like, Exotica – like all, you know, your first CD is like they're all like uh, really heartfelt because your first CD, you know, you hopefully you want to make more, and then from there, you know, Pleasure Seeker, you know, you know, just each one is, God, that's a hard question, Terry. I would just say that, um, you know, you know, I like, you know, heartfelt definitely. I'm um, around it like it's like because it's just so little different, but just very creative in doing doing that the vibe of that that song and and all the other ones are just. Um, you know, I guess you know. I guess I'm still really close to it, so they're all just like right there. You know, the whole album is just really cool. You know, and knocking at your door, it's just trying some different elements on that one too. And just when I listen to it, like, you know, on the tenor, and he's all, just, you know, it's you're just grateful for for it all right now. And um, and then I guess when maybe like in a couple of years when I do the next one, you can step back and you can say, oh man, this is really uh, that one really is more than another one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, since you mentioned knocking at the door, knocking at your door, I'll play that next. Tell me about this song. Yeah, this song came about, was written like right, you know, one of the later songs, you know, uh, I came up, you know, we came up with and just out in my studio messing around with some different stuff. And I was on the, you know, playing the keyboard, keyboard sound, you know, uh, in the studio. And then I came up with this progression, this, the progression pretty much of, of the song it's based in. And then like, and I started humming along with it, and then that's how I got the, you know, that little four-bar, whatever, four-bar, five-bar little note, little phrase, you know, ran with it, you know. So, um, and then, wow, maybe that could be something cool. And then and I thought of, like, you know, just adding some different elements to it, like some electronica beats, you know. I kind of relate that to Dino, and he's much better at that, to, you know, and that I. So we just, from there, it just took a life of its own. And um, just has another song with some really cool different elements into it. Okay. All right. Um, Tim Garrison says, hi, Paul, by the way. Hey, hey, Tim. All right. Good, buddy. Good to see you. Thanks for calling. (laughs) All right. This is Knocking at Your Door.
nice groove to that song. Wow, knocking at your door. Really nice groove. I like that. Yeah, I love that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Paul, I noticed that you have not done a holiday CD. Is that in works any time in the future? You know, Terry, you know, I get asked that, you know, quite a lot. You know, I, I just hope, you know, maybe one day I will, you know. Um, that would be nice to do one. But, you know, yeah. I just, it never really hasn't come up yet. So, you know, I'll just keep I keep chugging away, you know. And um, But I'm always, I'm, I'm always, um, I've been, you know, over the years making a little list of the ones, the songs I would do and at least, you know, and revisit it from time to time. Okay, I remember I'm going to do this one. If I ever do one, these are the ones I'm going to do right so far and, you know, whatever. And just, yeah, I think about that, you know, every, in the background. But it's not, you know, it'd be nice one day. But, you know, if not, you know, we'll just keep chugging along. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So, you know, Paul, where are you? That, that also, too, all that you know, um, you with this CD release and everything, you've done a good job of uh, really marketing it on um, social media and everything. So, have you gotten um, accustomed to uh, a new way of marketing your music to the fans? You know what? Actually, yeah. You know. Um, you know, definitely can't do it by myself, but it's definitely com- been coming up, doing a lot, looking at my on my phone or whatever, you're doing and replying back, and you know, and liking and all that stuff, and doing Twitter and you know, Facebook and all that, and it was, and then um, you know, can't do it by myself, but so it's good to have you know, good supporters. Um, um, there's a lady that helps me a lot on the branding and stuff, and you know, maybe I would suggest doing that. You know, if you're an artist, if you you know, if you can. You know, if you can find the time and find the resources to have someone else to help you, you know, brand, you know, your branding and all that, and how you post and stuff, and you know, they can, you know, if they're in, if they're really a supporter, you know, they can help you, you know, to help tweet, retweet stuff you do and stuff, and that helps a lot too. And you know, when it, you know, two heads are better than one, you know, and then mm-hmm. more stuff gets done on the, you know, when they get, and also the record label did a great job of just, you know, marketing too, and getting it out there in all different avenues like you guys, you know, talking to you guys today. And so it just, um, yeah, try to get someone, you know, it's hard to, in the words, it's hard to do it all by yourself. Try to get some help, you know, and um, it's, it's definitely worth it, you know, and you can learn how, I guess, hopefully just, you know, I'm evolving how, how it's done and trying to do that and try to get a, you know, this new CD, I'm really happy with it, obviously, but, you know, just try to, that's how we got to do it now. So just embracing that and making it work. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maria popped into the chat room and she has another question for you. If there was a show like American Idol or The Voice for musicians back in the day, would you have tried out? And were you secretly on Soul Train and she just didn't know it? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You know, um, you know, I I think honestly, if, if American Idol was back, you know, during those times. I don't, you know, I'm not sure if I would have tried out. You know, maybe, you know, who would, who would say now, but I'm just thinking right top of my head, I probably wouldn't have tried out. I probably would have, I think I was still honing my stuff. I wasn't really quite ready for prime time, maybe back in those days. But, um, you know, who knows, you know, that's a good question. Yeah. I've watched those shows, and I sometimes I wish, like, there would be a, a, a jazz band or an or up-and-coming R&B group that will show, you know, performing there, like Lincoln Bridge is on America's Got Title, and they've gone through to the final round, so it's really good. Yeah. I wish that, would, yeah, more artists would do that, more up-and-coming musicians would do that. I mean, that's a big audience for them um, to get exposed to, so, okay. Yeah, they should have that. Mm-hmm. All right, so where are you performing next, Paul? The next performance is going to be, I believe, um, in I'm going to be doing a, a duo tandem um, package with my good friend Marion Meadows in mm-hmm. Ohio at the Tangier on the, uh, okay. I believe, October 15th. Okay. And Next are you month. talking to anybody here in Vegas about performing a show, doing a concert? You know, actually um, – I want to kind of get on that now that you know now that and um, um, countdown is just released. You know I haven't really done a, like a, a, a bona fide CD release party. So, um, mm-hmm. but I have a good you know good friend. I'm I'm gonna try to um, get with on that one and try to maybe do like a listening party or whatever. And maybe you know try to hook up, try play a play a set or whatever, and you know have CDs there. And so oh, I, uh, I am trying to trying to plan that loosely. So yeah, that'd be kind of okay. very cool. 
Okay, great. That would be good because you you hardly play here at all. I miss miss seeing you, so that would be great if that if that can be picked out. I would love that. I would definitely come. Definitely come. All right. All right. Thank right. you. Thank you. Have any other questions? Uh, no, I don't have any other questions uh, for Paul. All right. Well, Mr. Taylor, as always, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Oh, man, so I want to just go some more. What's going on? No. <laughs> I enjoyed it so much. It went so fast. <laughs> so let everybody know where they can find you on the web socially. Oh, of course. Uh, thanks for asking. Um, yeah, you guys, mm-hmm. I'm on the uh, – my web, my, first of all, my website is um, Paul Taylor Sax, like saxophone, .com. And um, pretty much all the other social media, it's kind of based on if you get Paul Taylor Sax, you know, on, on Facebook – you know, on um, Twitter, you know, there's underscores on Twitter, but um, Paul underscore Taylor underscore Sachs, you know, on Twitter. But um, pretty much Paul Taylor Sachs, you know, on Instagram, they'll get you all, you'll find mm-hmm. me. So, yeah, trying to keep it simple. <laughs> all right. Cool. And the new CD was released yesterday on September 9th. So definitely pick it up. It is available now for purchase. Yeah. Um, so definitely support the artist and buy the music for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, Paul. Thank you again. Thank you. We love you. Thank you so much. We love yes, you guys. Thank you I so love much. you guys too. And I appreciate and, and all I'll the help you guys. And you... Paul. All right. That'd be great. All right. We'll look yeah, for you. Yeah. Let me yeah. know. You know. Yeah. For sure. I thank you guys so much. You know, um, you guys have grown so much over the years, and you guys are doing your doing your part, man. And I really, we all, I'm sure we all appreciate you so much. And you know, personally, thanks for the, you know, this is like the like you know maybe like third time on your show or whatever, third, third or yes. fourth time. Or yeah, so yeah. I really appreciate you guys. Much love, you know, and what you guys do for all of us. And you know, much love. And we've got to do something in Vegas, man. We'll do we have to, we'll have to do something in Vegas. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. family, Paul. So you know, we always you always love you uh, coming back to the house and everything. So you're like family now. So, so oh, you're man, always welcome. That's, that's the best. <laughs> Look, you don't even have to knock. You can just walk right in. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> have a great day, Paul. Thank you again. Thanks, you guys. All right. Peace out, you guys. Right. Thank you guys so much. All right. All right, saxophonist Paul Taylor's new release is called Countdown. Definitely pick it up, paultaylorsax.com, Amazon, iTunes, wherever you purchase your music. Definitely pick this CD up. All right, Mike, you have anything to add? Uh, Nothing to add. Um, I'll be going to the uh, Dolphin County uh, Jazz Festival tomorrow uh, up in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, That's going on this weekend. So um, that that should be a pretty hot uh, festival. It's a uh, wine and jazz festival. Uh, right now, I think Chelsea Green is playing. They have uh, Peter White is headlining, who's on Paul's CD, and uh, Mr. Art yep. Gerard Jr. is uh, playing on that um, festival as well with um, uh, Paul's other buddy, uh, Murray Meadows. He'll be there tomorrow uh, featuring Selena Albright. So I'll be going up there to check out Murray and Selena tomorrow. That's great. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a wonderful thing. Okay. I think I saw a little a little poster on that on online somewhere. Mm-hmm. All right, great. Yeah. All right, well, let me thank those in the chat room, Joe from Germany, Maria. Thank you for calling in and thank you for your great questions, Ali J, Tim Garrison, and the guests, Lori as well. And for those of you that are listening, thank you so much for tuning in. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen, and Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep smooth. Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.